What is good, everybody, man? Welcome back into the Blue Bloods as we continue our FCS player spotlight for the 2023 season. And we are joined today by a national champion. My God, Deshaun Gales is joining us, man. South Dakota State defensive back, 2022 MVFC first team all-conference selection, won the FCS national championship with the Jacks last season, and is a preseason FCS all-American selection for our publication here at the Blue Bloods, man. Deshaun, appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Appreciate it. It's such an honor. Hey, for sure. So I want to go back to your high school career, man, where you were first-team all-conference, all-area. You were playing strictly offense at the time. What was your recruiting process like coming out of high school? Yeah, my recruiting process was kind of weird. Um, I had a couple, like, yeah, I offers, some three offers, but it wasn't as big as I wanted it to be because I played quarterback. So I was just an athlete at quarterback. But um, I wish it could have been bigger, but like how things turned out pretty good for me. <laughs> I, I think that's that's probably say that's probably uh, underestimating that one. But man, you decided to walk on at South Dakota State. Can you talk a little bit about what the challenges were for you that first season, being a walk on redshirting your first year in 2018? What were some things you had to overcome? Oh yeah, it, my um, it was kind of weird, like the situation I, I got here. So um, my basketball coach, he had um, hit up a guy for me, and we thought he was at another school, but um, quite frankly, he coached at um, he was here, and um, when I hit him up, he liked my film and stuff. And I came on campus, and um, I liked the visit and everything, so I just told him I was gonna walk on. I didn't know where I was gonna play at first. Then the coach texted me, like, "You're gonna be playing corner." I'm like, "All right, like I'm gonna just roll the dice and take my chances." But um, it was kind of challenging at the beginning, like the back pedaling and stuff. It was kind of unorthodox. It wasn't as clean as I wanted it to be. Then everybody had in a room that was it was a, a kind of older room, so I had to. Um, I was doing a fire a little bit just to try to come up in a program, but um, it was pretty good. Um, Coach Jackson, he coached at Vanderbilt. Now he helped me really go through that process. He was just um, trying to help me every day and get me. Um, through the early process of being a corner, all the challenges you were face getting beat deep and stuff like that. You just got to have short-term memory. So that was the um, most challenging thing for me. When you look at your time playing quarterback, do you feel like that gives you an advantage now that you've kind of refined your skills as a cornerback, understanding exactly what quarterbacks are looking for as a defensive back now? Yeah, my quarterback is pretty old, so like it's different from high school <laughs> to quarterback. Because a high school quarterback can stare you down and throw it. Sometimes you get some of those guys in college, but um, it helped me a little bit. I'm um, just seeing, like, as <clears throat> a quarterback read or just trying to jump certain things, like down the distance and stuff like that. So I guess that gave me a little advantage. You get your scholarship prior to the 2019 season. You still have the video pinned to, to, your, to your Twitter profile, man. Walk me through that moment and just the emotions that you went through now knowing that you earned that scholarship and you saw a lot more playing time that season. Yeah, it was a kind of surreal moment. Um, Coach Dick, it was funny. He was talking that week, and he was saying um, they don't usually big, do big celebrations when guys get on scholarships. So when my deal had came, it was kind of crazy because he just had caught me up to the front of the room. We had a team meeting, and I was up there. I was nervous. I didn't know what I did. I'm like, did I do something wrong or whatever? And just seeing all well, my teammates screen, I looked back, and seeing on the screen I put on scholarship. So I was um, real thankful for that. And Coach Jackson and Coach Rogers and Coach Dick, when they had put me on, I was just, it was a blessed moment for me and my family because I had walked on. I didn't know how long I was going to be a walk-on. And I didn't think I was going to put on scholarship that fast. So it was, it was very, very, very good for me. 
2021, you talked about when you got there, there were a lot of older guys in the program, especially the defensive back room. Well, they graduated. It's finally your time, and you take over the starting role in 2021. That was really your breakout season. You you finished third on the team in, in terms of in terms of pass breakups, sixth in tackles. You started all 13 games. What was it about that season that clicked for you as a player? Um, we were just getting that confidence and shout out to the older guys, the Don Garners, the Jordan Browns, Malik Lofton, them guys. Um, just watching those guys play, taking seeing the reps that they was getting in practice in the game. I just um it was just my time to come in. Even the coaches having the confidence in me and my teammates, just going out there playing free and just whatever happens, happens, and just play to your best of ability. And we can't get through this without mentioning last season, man. I got to talk to Lamar earlier earlier this offseason, man, and he was talking about just this team and how you guys were bonding in the summer and the chemistry. When did it? When did you know how special this, this past season South Dakota State team could be? I think it go a while back, even with that COVID season. Um, I remember we had a, a loss up in North Dakota, and Coach Stig talked about how it was black and white from there. Um, for us to get where we wanted to go, and it just carried on from there. I feel like, um, with those seniors and everything they had left, they had something set the foundation for us, and the, the next group of leaders they had stepped up right away. To the next season, we lost at Montana State. We all just kept our heads up. We locked in that whole off season, and we just grinded out together. Um, even when we had we had like some DNA sessions, but um, I got our men's strength coach named Strength, and um, just. It was a mix up of different players, even like the D line, corners, and everything. It was different position groups with each other, like some people you don't talk to like that, and just hearing other teammates' whys and why, what they go, what they um trying to thrive for every day. It was just big to hear that from different teammates. Like we on the field, or just knowing what's the other teammates' why, why they're grinding. Um. So I was kind of following y'all season closely, man, and it seems like there was like a switch flipped in that second half of that first North Dakota State game where you guys started a little bit slow, but then ever since that game, you guys never really looked back and just it pretty much ran through everybody. When you guys heard about that matchup with North Dakota State, everyone talking about the national titles and the streaks and all this kind of stuff, man, was there ever a doubt in the locker room that you guys were going to go out there and do what y'all ended up doing? Hyped about that match when we put up there in Fargo. There was one, we were two. And we know if you, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And we talked about that the whole week. If we wanted to go, we wanted to go. We had to go through Fargo. And when we went up there, we started off pretty slow. Um, we just wasn't playing the best as we wanted to play. And we just knew that. And um, <clears throat> I know we came out doing our assignment. Who's going to break through and get that game? Looking at Coach, you know, Coach Stig was the, was the guy who gave you your scholarship, the guy you played under your whole career. When when did he when did he tell the team his decision to retire and how did and for you guys man how much does he mean to just you personally come playing under him and now seeing him step away from the game? Yeah, um, it was kind of we didn't kind of blind for us we didn't know that it was coming and I'm well, we was pretty glad it didn't happen during that run or whatever because it probably been a distraction for us guys but um he didn't tell us to like after the season that he was retiring and. Um, Coach Rising they had, had a team meeting and they came in and did that. But um, Coach Dick, he meant a lot to me, man. Um, just <clears throat> he always believed in me, um, gave me a shot when I came here and never treated me wrong. Always gave me a fair shot when I walked on. So um, I love him for that. But he, just the guy he is, a, a great junior guy, loving guy. Um, he a big family guy, so I love that about him. And um, he always real. He's not going to um, <clears throat> beat around the bush. He's going to give you straight up, and I love that about him. 
I got to talk to your new head coach, Jimmy Rogers, man, right after he he was announced as the new head coach. And, man, just the energy surrounding him. And he came on this platform and said, man, listen, we're not settling for just one championship. He just sounded like he was all business on a mission. What is he like behind the scenes as, as not, not just a defensive coordinator, but now a head coach? By Coach Rogers, it can't be no better person for the job. Like I was saying, um, he's just a tough, loving guy. He's going to give it to you straight up, man. He a very energy like a like an army guy, little <laughs> kid. He just um straight gonna tell you for it and whatever you got to get done, he's gonna tell you like that. And he's a tough guy. He um the physicality of this team I think is gonna be really crazy because the defense is already physical, but when they have the control of the power of the whole team, I feel like the whole team is just gonna be coming on a different level this year. Your defensive back back coach Mike Banks, man, talk a little bit about your relationship with him and how he's helped you develop into the defensive back that we're watching now. Coach Banks, he's been a really good guy. Um, I feel like he can be a better person for that job as well. With him playing at Illinois State and stuff like that, um, it's so easy for him to relate to us. Um, especially like for me, for my senior year, it's good to um, hear a guy who played in the Missouri Valley, especially how it is, and just give me that constant feedback, trying to make me better in my senior year and with the things I need to work on. So it's really good to have him. I saw this past offseason, man. I, I just – your journey so interesting, going from walk-on, earning the scholarship, and now you were selected as a team captain for the defending national champions, man. What did it mean to you that your teammates and coaches trusted you, man, and, and chose you as one of the team captains of this, for this upcoming season? Um, it meant a lot to me, uh, especially to get that honor from your teammates. Um, everybody gets to get captain. There's only six of them. But um, it means a lot to me for my teammates. Um, you're not, <clears throat> sometimes you don't always try to be those things. It just – Happens that you put in those positions, and I uh, can't wait to lead this team for this next season. Looking at your career, man, I want to take a step back to true freshman uh, Deshaun Gales, to the guy I'm talking to now. What is the single biggest de developmental change that you've seen in your game over these past few seasons? Uh, for me, I say that confidence. It's just like now I'm not hesitating. Anything I see, just trusting it and trying to make a play for the team. Uh, I feel like that's the biggest thing for me, like, when I first came in, I'm like, oh, I kind of got this. I don't want to mess up and stuff like that. But now I'm just trusting and believing myself and just coming hell, hell down fast on make plays. You have you've achieved so much, man. You've got the ring now. You have the all conference honors. You're going to get some consideration for preseason FCS All American. What is your personal goals for the upcoming 2023 season? Um, my personal goal is having the best season I could for this last year. Um, trying to get back to another championship and. Whatever happens, happens, and all the works cut up for itself. And um, I guess cut up for success from there. And just trying to um, make myself, like, put myself on notice to the whole world that um, I can play at the next level. Man, I love it, man. Shift into some quick hitters, man, to get let people get to know you. When you look at your game, is there a current or former NFL player that you feel like your game models the most? Tough one. <laughs> uh... I know he's not a corner, but uh, I say Booty Baker. Uh, he's just coming down, full step steam, trying to hit something. He can cover. Um, great awareness and versatile. You can put him in a slot and on the back end. I feel like that's a guy early in my game, too, even though we play different positions. Because I, I think Buddha, man, he could play corner. If they let him play corner, I really do feel like he'd go out there and do it, just watching him play. But looking back through your career, what was your welcome to college moment on the field? My welcome college, I had two of them. Um, in practice, my first fall camp, we was um, doing the hitting drill, and it was ran by Coach Rogers. And um, I didn't know how the tempo was going in college. I didn't know if it was going full speed, but we got thud and stuff like that. And this was a thudding drill, and uh, I came up kind of soft. It was funny. 
And uh, he made me go back up. And he, he lined me up with another corner. His name is Zai Mosley. He used to play here my freshman year. And he lit me up. I'm like, all right, this is how they're going to bring it. And um, another one, um, my first – one of my, my third game, my freshman year, because they had the two freshmen where we played four games. Um, I was going to kick off, and I was coming down real fast. It was an icy game, and the dude just lit me up. I couldn't slide. I slid on the ground and stuff like that. That was my welcome to college moment. That ice is different, man. I didn't get to experience like because I'm from Mobile, Alabama, man. It never ices here ever, and if it does, the city gets shut down. And I went, I went up to one Montana State game, and man, I almost, I couldn't even walk on the sideline barely. So I don't know how you guys play on that. I really, I really don't. But looking just at your game overall, man, how big of a trash talker are you in between those white lines on game day? Uh, I'm not a real big trash talker, but I can, depending on the matchup. Um, some teams, they get under your skin and try to talk to you. Those guys don't phase me. But there's a guy who's like, you know it's a matchup. He's going to bring his <clears throat> um, whole game to you. You're going to have to bring your game, your A game back. And um, I like talking trash to those type of guys to try to get the best of each other. I just love competing. So um, it's, it's, those are the type of teams that I talk trash to. I love it, man. One-on-one, you and a wide receiver one-on-one on the outside, man. What's the number one mistake they can make against you? Uh, number one mistake they can make is me just having their chest open. I'm gonna try to jam them up and stuff like that, or just coming soft to me. Because once you show your weakness, you soft. I'm gonna just come at you all again. What's your favorite coverage to run? My favorite coverage. Uh, we got a lot of stuff here at state, but I'm gonna go cover two. You can you can play in the flat. You can build trying to get them corner routes, but uh, cover two would be my favorite coverage. To give some credit to the other side of the football, man, who are some who are one or two of the best offensive players that you've ever had to face in the Missouri Valley, or just all the time? J- 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 just in general, throughout your career. My, my favorite match was uh, Jaquez Ezra. That was a really good receiver. We played um, in the championship. Sam Houston. That's a really good receiver. I say Christian Watson, another one you could tell. Yeah, North Dakota State. Then um, another one. Um, SIU, Lance and North, that's probably one of the best years I've faced, faced off against me here. That definitely checks out, man. So, looking back, man, I was down in Frisco and, and got to see the game this year. When when you got that interception, man, to really seal that game up, when when you, I saw you run to the sideline, and I, I, I believe, what was it your family that had, like, the cutout yeah, in, in, like, right. the crowd? You ran straight to the bench for pointing, man. Talk to, talk to me about that moment, man, thinking back through – being a walk-on, earning your starting spot, and to get the game-clinching pick in the national championship game, man, what was that moment like for you? Yeah, it was it was a crazy moment for me. It just as growing up as a kid, up everybody go all dreams for those moments, so playing the championship game, then to get a game-winning pick, um, ceiling pick, it was crazy. I didn't even think to jump on the table. My family is right there. I was running. I'm like, let me just jump up here, and uh, I would just tell them I'm here. And um, I didn't always wish for those moments, and I would just tell them. Um, it ain't too many times you can always be here, so I just soaked it all in and told my family, um, this 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 is what we this is what I work hard for and we we always try to get to these positions in life, but we don't we don't always get there, but it was cool to get there. Man, it was an amazing moment, man. The final two questions, South Dakota State, especially this year, man, the fact that everybody came back, you guys are setting the standard in FCS. You guys probably have six to eight true NFL prospects, maybe even more with some people breaking out. For you, What if an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in you, if they select you in the upcoming NFL draft, what do you tell them? Uh, I tell them, um, you're going to get a dog. I'm going to put everything on the line, whatever, for that um... – organization um gonna get a leader they're gonna get a person who's gonna try to push others and he's gonna go out to the max for himself and 
he gonna do whatever, whatever it is to keep a job in a, at the next level. You guys have a little streak going on, man. Pierre went two years ago. Your guy Tucker Craft went last season. What would it mean to you to be the next South Dakota State player to hear their name called in the NFL draft? I mean, everything to me, um, just growing up, the way my family um, always had those dreams, stuff like that. And the way I was raised, I just feel like I owe them back for that. But just coming here at State and the way <clears throat> stuff impacted me, hearing me, everything to go to the NFL from South Dakota State and just – Seeing that blue jack rabbit go across the screen and just knowing you can you can make it from anywhere. People think because it's FCS and all that stuff, all that plays a factor, but it really don't. If you can play, they'll find you. Man, that that is the perfect message to end this all, man. Because I say that all the time. If you were that guy, it doesn't matter where you play, man. They're coming to get you because they want talent at the next level, man. But but Deshaun, man, I appreciate you so much, man, for hopping on the channel. I know I know you're looking forward to a huge season next year, but it's all about player promotion, man. Let people know where they can find you on social media, contact you for NIL, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Deshaun Gills underscore five. Um, Twitter is Deshaun Gills underscore five as well, and um. Uh, those pretty much the platforms I've been on. You can hit me up on that DM me and I, I, I hit you back. Guys, make sure to go follow Deshaun on all social medias, man. One of the best corners in the FCS coming back next year, man. Pro Football Focus says so, and anyone who watches the film will say so as well. But for Deshaun Gales, man, for myself and for the Blue Bloods guys, we are out for right now.